Welcome to the new H1 podcast, Towards Health. I'm Josh Pirtle, Creative Director for H1, and today we're speaking with H1's co-founder and CEO, Ariel Katz, about the early development of H1 and where he envisions H1 will be in the future. Ariel, thanks for joining me today. I'm excited to be here with you, Josh Pirtle. I mean, your guest uh, numero uno, what a what an honor. It's a place to be. Exactly. Heck yeah. Um, if you don't mind the uh, the millions of listeners who are listening, can you uh, can you give a little background of just kind of like who you are and uh, and where you, how you got started? Uh, like how far back do you want me to go? Uh, I would love to know about third grade. Oh, got it. Okay, third grade uh, was uh, no, third grade is when nine eleven happened. Actually, that's uh, and I remember that very. That's my one memory from third grade, as well as not understanding how to do long division. I was failing at a long division, and 9-11 happened in third grade. Do, do not get me started on a long division, sir. Uh, how about college? How about college and, and to present, present day? College to present. So I uh, went three colleges in three years because I felt like I wanted some diversity. Uh, I went to the University of Pittsburgh my freshman year, and I went to Hebrew University, and then I went to Binghamton University. Um, so Pitt is in Pittsburgh, Hebrew is in Jerusalem, and Binghamton's upstate New York. I'm from New York. Um, I had three majors in three years as well, which is the way to do it. Holy moly. What were those? Uh, finance, finance major, economics major, psychology major. Holy uh, smokes. Which one did you like most? Uh, none of them. Actually, I didn't, I didn't mind psychology. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I'd like psychology too. Uh, <laughs> that was college. College was weird for me because with college, you normally like develop a social life. Uh, and it's hard to develop friends. College is not a year. College is three months followed by a two-month break followed by three months. Yeah, very um, true. And so, and then a summer. And so it's hard to develop relationships and friends. And at that age, you're still like finding your identity. And so that was like somewhat hard from a social perspective. Uh, I remember it was the most like hyper-motivated I've ever been in my entire life. And I tell people like, people say, oh, you work hard these days. I'm like, you have no idea. I was working <laughs> 7 a.m. to midnight every day, seven days a week basically from junior year for like 10 years since then. Um, and those were like a lot really- of, it sounds like a lot of like very successful people have a very similar story. You know, just like when you're first starting out and getting the grind going, it's just a, it's just a very, very intense work habit and, and drive. And, and I mean, I feel like I hear, I hear that story a lot with, uh, especially like entrepreneurs for sure. Yeah, it was crazy those days. And it was just so like, uh, I don't know where it came from, honestly. It was like an internal drive. I was like driving very hard those days. Um, did you did you do well? Did you do well? Uh, did you have, you didn't have a drive like that in high school? Like, did, how was your? Oh, high school? No, I was, I was, I was failing out of high school. We looked at my, my wife and I looked at my report card. I got a couple of B minuses in a lot of classes, actually. Wait, did you say B? Did you say B minus? D minus. Oh, okay. D, I was like, dog, dog minuses. I got a. I started off my freshman year of high school with a couple C, like straight C's, and then I got better in a couple subjects, but it was it was pretty consistent between like a, a, a D and a, and a B in most classes. All right, cool. So we have we share similar high school experiences. That's good to know. <laughs> so uh, know. didn't do too well. Uh, school wasn't my thing, and then the biggest the biggest issue was I always thought I was the smartest person in my grade, and nobody else thought it and uh, my grades didn't reflect it, but there's only one way to judge someone for the, that thing, and I always thought nobody understood it. Nobody understood me, and so I was... Uh, so. I feel like I'm the smartest person on this call, 
but I don't think anybody else would agree with me. I felt in high school. Very good. So I can relate. Um, how about can you can you tell me uh, like why why did you start H one? What made you what made you start H one? So after we had sold Research Connection, myself and a smaller group of the guys that were on the team, we were debating. So it, you always want to hear like. I was walking down the street and an apple hit me and the idea of H1 came about. It's not actually the way it worked. The way it worked is we were like heavily debating what should we do with our time. And the argument I gave was like, look, we don't understand much things about the world and life, but we really do understand how medical research is funded. And like we're probably in the top 50 people in the world that understand how that works. And it's a pretty big market and it's an impactful market and compared to everything else from like plastic bags to water to glasses to electronics, I don't understand any of that stuff, but I understand this one thing. And if I understand this one thing, I think I could build something unique. Um, and so that was the argument that was used. And everyone's like, no, you understand how to walk and other things you do in life, but I don't understand it as most, there's more than like 10,000 people that understand it better than me. I knew I was in the top 50 people that understood this thing. And so we could build something if you understand it. So that, that's why we started in this category of where H1 started back in the day. That's amazing. Um, so H1, we, we recently got a new round of funding and, and a new acquisition of uh, faculty opinions and clairvoyance. How does this add to the, to the overall vision of, of H1? Yeah, so it's all the same pieces to the puzzle that we want to fill in. The, the puzzle that nobody in the world has today is a trustworthy source of doctor information and healthcare information. It's nowhere really good to go. Uh, and especially with fake news and what you're Googling these days and vaccine, like there's nowhere that you really go to. If you want to find out a good restaurant, we all go to the same place. You want to get from point A to B, you all go to the same place. You want to find out a good song to listen to, we all go to the same place. Like the, the, and, and it's crazy, you don't do that for healthcare and your personal health care, and it's true for pharma companies that don't have one place to go to. And so the, what clairvoyance adds to the picture is understanding which doctors in America are doing certain procedures so that if you have a medical device, um, who you can bring that device to so it could reach patients. What faculty opinions brings to the world um, and why it fits into our picture is what do the top scientists and doctors think about the latest medicine and science? Great. It's great to know everything about Dr. Josh Pertle. What if you knew what Josh Pertle actually thought about the latest medicine and science? It gives you a whole different picture. Um, and what does the community think about the latest medicine and science? And so Carevoin's faculty opinions just fit into the, to the broader picture that H1's trying to fill in in the world. Uh, my, if I could sidestep right here, my chief complaint when I uh, go to my doctor's visit is that I, I wait 45 minutes in the waiting room and then I wait. 30 minutes in the in the room, the actual room, waiting for the doctor, and then he's like ready. He's done with me in about 90 seconds. Do you have similar experiences? I don't. Uh, you should find a better doctor. Okay, dang it. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just that's me. A, that's a Josh Pertle thing. I don't think that's. So we probably experienced a lot of people, but I think that's also like. What's the hurry, buddy? I've been waiting to see you for like two months, and you talked to me for like 90 seconds. All right, maybe that's just a me thing. Okay, we got you. Um, the uh, the what. What has gone differently through, like, uh, that you thought that when forming this company, what did what was some of the the mishaps or some of the unforeseen obstacles that you that you faced that really like kind of caught you off guard? 
Do you want, so the craziest one that happened was early on. You know when you like buy a shirt and you're like, ugh, I wasted 40 bucks? <laughs> yes. Or when you buy a, a lunch and you're like, oh, I, this lunch is terrible. I'm, I oh, wish I didn't tell buy me this. About it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're like, oh, it's, 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 it's like a $10 mistake or a $40 mistake. I made a million dollar mistake. And uh, a mil that, what, over a million. That, was, like one, two, that sounds like a very, very nice shirt. Sounds like a very it's nice a shirt. It's a very nice shirt that I purchased. <laughs> okay. And okay. when I made that mistake, it was like, holy crap. That's crazy. That's a ton of money. Uh, yeah. How that? How then, long did that? How long did that sit with you? So we have one of our best investors is Menlo Ventures, and one of the investors there, he said, the reason why you raise a round of funding is it allows you to flip over cards. If you have ten dollars, you could flip over ten cards, mm -hmm. and you could see what's under it and see if it works. If you have twenty dollars, you flip over twenty cards, and numbers just get bigger, and the cost of flipping over a card gets more expensive. But he articulated that way is like, you don't need all the cards to work out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A few of them. And if you the few of them work out, that's all that matters. That's uh, if you have all them work out, you probably got lucky uh, to a degree. Uh, so changing it from like, a, look, there's many restaurants you could go to. You could get lunch at all five of them. You don't need it. You don't need to have five favorite restaurants. You only need a couple. Uh, and once you have those, you just double down on those. And so, um, I learned early, like, it's okay to make those types of mistakes as long as you, like, cut them off really quickly and reallocate it to what you do like. Um, it always so. seems like life's lessons are always best on the mistakes you make or, like, failures. You kind of learn the most from some of those sometimes. You learn a lot from those failures, yep. yeah. <laughs> you, need, you need to, right? You need to. You need, to your, exactly what you're saying. You need, to, you need to flip over all the cards to see which ones are, which ones are going to work in your, in your yeah. benefit. Um, since this is the first episode of the H1 podcast, Towards Health, uh, Steve Jobs describes a brand as being about values versus a product. What values does H1 stand for in its brand and vision? So I think the values that, I mean, we have company level values, which is the way that how we want to work with each other to achieve our mission. And I view that as different as like what we want to stand for in the products that we create for the world. In the products that we create for the world, we want people to understand that H1 comes with a level of like trustworthiness, um, humanity built behind the products, uh, expertise and knowledge. And so when you use an H1 product, you know that there are people behind it uh, that have deep expertise and it's something you could trust, which is critical when it comes to healthcare. Like a social media app where it's like, oh, whatever. But like you want to know those things when it comes to healthcare. Yeah, that's awesome. Great answer. Um, where do you see where do you see H one in uh, in five years? What's your what is the future of the innovation of H one, or where do you hope to see it? I think it's going to be about seven billion users, and I, th uh, I think we might hit like one out of the seven billion in five years. I'm actually serious. In five years, there should be like one out of seven people on this earth would touch H one's information on a monthly, daily basis, and in different ways, um, but they'll all have access and, and be touching it. Um, and I want the world to have a place to go to when they're trying to find out healthcare information. Um, it's, there's nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, and there's nowhere you can trust. Um, it's funny. I actually spoke to the CEO of WebMD earlier, earlier this week. And, uh, that's actually, they actually do good, do good work, but it's, it's preferred. I have a cut. What do I do? My kid's crying with this rash. You don't go to WebMD if I just got diagnosed with phase three lung right. cancer. Mm -hmm. 
it's a whole different ballgame, and there's nowhere to go for that right now. So a lot of questions are still left unanswered for patients. Um, final question. I think we chatted about this a little bit, but um, who do you, who do you think is going to win the series, Celtics versus Heat? So I, you never bet against the best player in a series. Oh, nice. Okay. Is that, so, is that your is that your stance on all sports? Stance, and I, I would have been wrong in the last two series with the Giannis and whatever. Uh, but that's my stance. You never bet against the best player. And so it depends on the team. So uh, it depends on the sport. It depends on the team. A, a game like basketball, one player can win a game by themselves. Uh, in other sports, it's more of a team sport. Like, for example, in football, there's so much interdependencies on things, whereas basketball, one to two people could just win a game, put them on the, not a series, but one game. And so you never want to bet against, I never want to bet against the best player. Um, and so I, I'm going to go with my, my boys in Miami Heat. Heck yeah, good stuff. That's the wisest words uh, I've heard all day there. A real good, good stuff, buddy. Uh, to learn more about how your organization can partner with H1, to gain insights into the single source of truth about medical professionals globally, visit h1.co. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, and we hope you enjoyed listening to the very first podcast of H1's podcast, Towards Health.